All right, we're going ten, nine, eight. Say five, not ten. Five, four, three, <laughs> two. This is the Game Jesters Gaming Update podcast here with episode twenty-nine. So we have with E three just ending. We have um, a kind of a top five of the most hated games that were shown at E3. And this was voted on by the fans, I assume. I have no idea where this list came from. Yeah, (laughs) this went by um, E3's website. Their dislikes. People, they went by, yeah, for when they showed off the trailer, what people voted, what they liked, what they didn't like. So this went on by how many dislikes the video got. And we're we're going to talk about why, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we'll hit on... First, we'll go through the list. (laughs) So, the first one we got, which um, I was a little surprised with. You didn't seem so surprised. I was only surprised because I'm not a big fan of it, but everyone seems to be a fan of it. And I I never got the hype. I don't understand why people even liked it to begin with. Mm. After Gen 1 and 2, they were good. But now it's like... Oh, no, no, you're going going in the wrong order. You're going to go from the... the, the (laughs) We got to start with number five. I'll oh, start with five and work up. Yeah. Right. So build the suspense five. here, man. Build the suspense. Number five. <laughs> we got this one's another one. I can understand why this one going back to five. Now I understand why this one got so many dislikes because it was an idiot move after seeing. Oh yeah. We'll jump into the list before it. Elder Scrolls legend. Yeah. You didn't see three. <laughs> this was their mobile game for their. And we saw how well Diablo Immortals did. So what were they even thinking? They should have scrapped this immediately after seeing Diablo Immortals. Or if they didn't have it started yet, why would you start this game? Who thinks, hey, this game, people hate mobile games. They got hated on it. They got a trash game for it. Let's do a mobile game. I mean, I think think Bethesda is kind of doing that going forward. I think that's what their thing is. They're like, they want to focus on... You know, having that, because uh, mobile's huge, but they're not doing mobile very well right now. I mean, look at Blades. That's. <laughs> yeah, Blades is not very well. I've played it, it, and every mobile game is the same. It's a cheesy microtransaction. Give me money, or give me money and you can play, or else get out of here. You can't do anything if you don't give me money. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole disaster on its own, but I mean, I, I don't know. I. I see where the hate comes in there. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. So, I don't know. But do you know number four? What was number four? Four is a game I kind of zoned out and fell asleep for, so I don't really know much oh, about it. Oh, that was Commander Keen. Commander Keen. I think it's a remake of something. Like, from the early 90s. I could be wrong. I don't... I'm not familiar with the franchise. I know you thought it was that, that one that was, like, cartoony and goofy and looked out of place, and it was, like... Not surprised it's on the most disliked list. Yeah, it just it didn't look very good. So there's not much to say about that, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, that's just it for that. At three, we had what? Shamu? Is that how you said it? I'm terrible with pronunciations. Someone can correct Shamu me on this. Three? Yeah. Was that the Shamu? That, I don't remember what that was even. That was Shamu, right? Yeah, Shamu three. All right. Well, then we're moving on because neither one of us knows what it is. So... <laughs> Number two, I was surprised got this many dislikes, but it did. And that is uh, Battletoads. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. That one really surprised me. I'm not going to lie. This one, it shows that um, I guess there wasn't a lot of hardcore old school SNES gamers in this crowd here. 
I think some people didn't like the art style. I know that was some people had that as an issue. They were like, oh, this looks like, you know, and you're seeing that a lot going for- forward with a lot of these remakes, not just of games, but like if you look at the Ninja Turtles right now, they look atrocious. Like I, I won't even touch those. Like that's like, like the, the 2012 yeah. version of Ninja, Ninja Turtles was great. And, and still, you know, it, it, it obviously targeted to a younger demographic, but then it still wasn't terrible. But the new one, not to get too far off topic, but the new one, you look and you see uh, Michelangelo, for example, is now, instead of being a cool stoner, he's just a total moron. Hmm. You know, like... <laughs> That's the way your times change. I guess we can move on to now number one, before I almost jump the gun here. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yes. So, this game... Uh, I, I felt this should have been said with white and black was terrible. I didn't like X and Y, um, Z and Q and Pokemon Cereal and Pokemon Soup. I, I get where you're going, but I think the reason this one was on the list was mostly because people, there's a lot of butthurt fans right now because Pokemon Company announced that for this game that they were not including a national Pokedex, at least at first. Uh, you know how you could, like, upload all your Pokemon from previous generations? Well, instead of having nearly all a 1,000 be available, they're, you know, capping it off and having it... Because, you know, this the thing people are forgetting here is also that Pokemon, as it goes, it's not targeted at millennials and the nostalgic crowd. It's targeted at... It was forever targeted at kids, even though <laughs> it's mostly 20 and 30-year-olds playing it. It's still targeted at that 10-year-old Ash demographic. And so they want to, you know, have new Pokemon and have these kids have new experiences like we had when we were kids and we discovered these Pokemon. That's the the whole demographic. So a lot of people are are crapping on it because it's like it's not, you know, it's not meeting their nostalgic needs. So that's why I don't see it as a surprise as being number one. Now, another question is, you know, the games themselves are, of course, they're, they're, they've been going down each generation in quality, but that's a whole nother debate for a whole nother podcast. <laughs> yeah, that should be on a debate podcast. It should be. It really should be. But you know what? Before we get to you, I know you had a good segue from that, but I really want to touch upon this before we go, because this is speaking of Pokemon and Pokemon Company. Uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite came out last weekend. And uh, disappointing, disappointing numbers. They had only 3 million downloads over the first weekend compared to the 24 million that Pokemon Go achieved in the same time. And, of course, you know. But at the same time, though, it could be part of Niantic shot themselves in the foot and killed all their fan base. They did. They no really one did. Cared. That's they, part of the reason I left. I have no interest in Niantic anymore. So they messed up a lot. They they made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I think they were trying to have longevity for the game, but they had poor planning in it. Also, you know, when Pokemon Go came out, I don't think they expected it to blow up like it did. I mean, I didn't. I think they were going off of the fact that Ingress only had 13 million players and that they would maybe get, like... 10 of those players in comparison. <laughs> you know, like, not 10, but, they, like, you know... That's where they shot themselves. With how good Pokemon Go did, kind of killed them, I feel, because the game came out, and I've never... I had a sour tongue for it ever since. The game was trash. For the first, like, six months mm-hmm. that the game was out, Pokemon Go was trash. It didn't work. Nothing would work. I lost frustration yeah, on it. They didn't know what they were doing. They... I, I think they just... They, they was bad. It was really bad. 
At that point, they should have sold their company to a team who knew how to do it. They should have left it with Google. Right? Google knows what they're doing. They should have not split from Google. That was, I think, the cop, one of the big mistakes. But uh, now that we talked about the the most hated games, you had something in kind of relation, well, not in relation, relation to Wizards Unite. I did have a little news on Wizards Unite. Should okay. I okay. save it after or should I jump in now? Oh, you could just finish it. I mean, I guess you could finish up the Wizards Unite. We'll just put that topic to bed like it should be. Okay. <laughs> there was um, someone did... Um, a comparison, five good and bad things comparing it to Pokemon Go. Okay. So I'm going to go through the list really quick. Um, they had 10, the thing that made Wizards Unite better or worse than Pokemon Go, if I've worded it wrong. But number the first one was better. It adds on to the existing lore of the Harry Potter franchise where Harry Potter or Pokemon Go does not does really not. have a lore. It doesn't mm-hmm. really touch upon the lore. So this adds on after the Harry Potter game, or the movies, sorry, I'm messing everything up. The book and the movies and everything, this adds on to the extra story of the Harry Potter lore. Oh, wow. Um, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, so for me, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I don't follow the series. I know that's sacrilege and people are going to, like, kill me, but, you know. Yeah. People are big on their Harry Potter. Between that and I have personal, you know, beef with... You know, J.K. Rowling and some of the stuff. That stuff. Uh, that's another story. That's a debate topic right there. <laughs> yeah, J.K. The celebrities. J.K. Rowling is not right in the... Just, just kidding, oh, Rowling. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, they said uh, this one does have better and much deeper gameplay. Yes. Uh, but its worst thing is it takes longer to figure out. But if it's deeper gameplay, of course it's going to be longer to figure out. Yeah, and I think I think one of the other deterrents for people are like a lot of people. You could play Pokemon Go literally on the go, but it seems like Harry Potter is a little bit more kind of like you know when you're doing uh, the detailed glyph hacking on Ingress. There's a lot of that, like for their 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 wizard spells and stuff, and that's turning a lot of people off because they can't just press one button to cast a spell. Them, they actually have to stop and you know sit for a minute to do what they're doing. Yeah. Whereas Pokemon Go, literally, you had, you could just toss your Pokeball and, you know, or press your button on the Poke Go Plus and you were good to go. And push the button and throw it again and again and again and it, up it ran away. <laughs> yes, but, um, but no, is that, is that, was that, did that cover everything for? No, no, that's, uh, we're on three now, three out of five. Uh, three was, has better, more interactive graphics, but worse, it can seem a bit, <laughs> disjointed and unfocused um then next one better you're not as likely to get bored apparently pokemon go was rated at being really fun in the beginning and then getting super bored and it shows a huge spike in its fan base dropping off with it for that so that's what i wonder going forward is it going to be a game that's going to be like a slow grower or is it just going to be like because obviously it's not a fad. It's not like going Pokemon Go style where it, it's close up has a huge summer. Is so it that's a, where, yeah, yeah, what is it a slow grower that the game is going to continue to evolve? <laughs> See what I did there? I kind of made a pun. Um, continue to evolve and you know get better, or is it just going to be like you know people are going to play it for a bit and then? Well, yeah. So far, the stats look like Pokemon Go was started really high and dropped really fast. This one started low; it's slowly growing up. 
We'll have to come back to it in like six months and see where it stands. That'll be a good spot to see where they even out. We'll do a six month update. <laughs> um, come December. All right. So we had closing that off. You had e Sony, Sony, something Final Fantasy related to yeah, talk. No wait, time Final time. Fantasy going into since we talked about the top five worst games on E3, the number one game that was voted the best game that stole the show. Surprise, surprise. It's not what you might think it is. Not Cyberpunk? Not Cyberpunk. I was waiting to see what you would say there. I have thought... Well, if it's not Cyberpunk, then it clearly has to be Just Dance 2020. Uh, Yeah. That's going to be the most (laughs) Twitch game of Twitch. Well, We know a certain someone on Twitch will be playing that. It'll be me. In my (laughs) understanding. Oh, Lord. The award... For the best game of the show for E3, went to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, damn. Yeah, they got a lot of awards for that. And uh, they're actually getting the award for most hype, best console game, the best show of all E3, the best original... Oh, wait, no, wait. My bad. Best original game was The Outer Worlds. No love for Gooigi, man. Gooigi. No no, no (laughs) hype for Gooigi. Well, I mean, Final yeah. Fantasy, of course, you know, a long way that people have been, and uh, it's also getting people into the series again, so that's great, and I think it's going to be yeah. good. I think the game itself and is going to be really good, so. Some news on it, they showed off that the Final Fantasy VII Remake will include materia not from the original, so how you had the original set of, uh, there was a lot of materia, there will be a huge list of new materia that's going to be showing up in each of the new series. So part one is going to have new sets. Three, two, and three will each have their own new sets. There's a lot more to look forward to. And maybe a new game to follow after all. This is set to come out for March 3rd, Yeah, coming out 2020, for the PlayStation 4 only. Well, maybe we'll get a, a, re, a, a new game in the series. Like we'll get a, what, is we, are we at 16? Going to be at 16? Um, yeah, they'll probably be doing 16 the, eventually. 15 soon. came out, right? 15 came out. Yeah, 15's out. Alright, because my brain was really... They all got announced around the same time, so my brain was, like, scrambled with that. 15 is actually a couple years old. That's what I mean. That's because they announced them around the same time. Around the same E3s. At least I thought they did, so maybe I'm... Maybe I'm clustered, but... Yeah, so 16. Paves the way for 16. <clears throat> I don't know much about the story... A 15, so I can't tell. I won't be able to know if it's a continuation or something entirely new or... Or what, 16? Yeah. None of the Final Fantasies, unless they're a number, are part of the same series. So they're all... 15 and 16 will have nothing to do with each other. I don't know know how they... Because they're always changing these things. Sometimes they can... You know, it's kind of like American Horror Story. At first they're like, oh, none of these will be connected. And then they connect... Now they're starting to connect the seasons, even though you knew they were connecting the seasons... From the beginning. Nope. <laughs> so None of them are connected unless you have Final Fantasy 7, how it's going to be 1, 2, and 3, how they did 13, 1, 2, 3. Those will be connected. That's how okay. it goes. All right. Uh, thank you for the clarification because I am kind of a, a noob on that level. I, I have not played very many much of Final Fantasy, so they all blend together to me. I don't mean that offensively. It just means I haven't played much of them. So next on our list. You had Child's Play. So, no, EA. You had EA. Well, now we mentioned Child's Play, so we'll jump in and just mention that the movie, last Friday, Child's Play did come out to theaters. If you're a big horror movie fan, like I am, and if you're a Mark Hamill fan, which I am, 
And if you are a Child's Play fan, which I am, you don't all three check. Yeah. Go check it out in movie theaters. Yeah, it had a, well, I think it had a weak opening. It only, uh, well, because Toy Story, Toy Story 4 obviously came out with a massive, almost $120 million opening. But um, I don't know how when uh, Chucky went and killed all the toys. <laughs> I know, that was a weird marketing. Like, I thought it was interesting, but like, I think, I don't know if they, th- I don't know what was, that was a weird marketing campaign. Like, it well, was cool, I but mean, weird as you know the story. Chucky's going after Andy. He's trying to kill Andy. Yeah, that was something. That was an interesting campaign. I'll tell you that. It was interesting, but I don't know if they got the desired result they were looking for as far as ticket sales. But it was definitely an interesting ad. I got the movie noticed, I'll say that. But we had... Yeah. We had what? You said EA. Now they're not calling loot boxes loot boxes. They're calling them special surprises. Yeah. Or so <laughs> not special an exact surprises. quote from... Hopkins, when she was at the lawsuit, she was at court being sued for this. This was an exact quote from her, and she stated, Well, first, we don't call them loot boxes. We look at them as surprise mechanics. If you go to a store that sells lots of toys and you do a search for surprise toys, what you'll find is that it this is something people enjoy. They enjoy surprises. Hopkins goes on to compare its surprise mechanics to a toy like Hatchmail. Hatchmail's Hatchmail. LOL surprise. You know, the before. thing, though, is it's not anything like that. Because with Hatchimals, and even with those toys that, like, are packaged with the, you know, oh, eight mystery characters, what are you going to get? That tells you what you're going to get in advance. That doesn't tell you, but, it, it you know, it shows you all eight characters of that you could potentially get. Whereas a lot of time these loot boxes are literally just treasure chests that you're opening and it, <laughs> it doesn't it's tell you what you're going to get. Cash grab. But the moral of the story was that she ended it by saying, um, where did I surprise mechanics like toys, LOL, surprise before is actually quite ethical and quite fun. And enjoyable to people. It's gambling. It's it's, call it what it is. It's gambling. We know what it is. It's gambling. That's their way of saying it's not gambling by saying it's fun to people. We don't find it fun. It's not ethical. It's not fun. We don't enjoy it. Get it out of the games. Yeah, it's 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 definitely gambling. I mean, I I, I'm a sucker for some of it sometimes, with especially buying my mystery keys, which is also gambling. But you know, that's the little addict in me, the little gambling addict in me. But, <laughs> That's all. You just want to state on speaking, about EA. Um, speaking of not, well, yeah, EA does. Does EA make the two? No, EA doesn't make the two K games. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so that's a good follow. NBA Two K Nineteen. So now they sold the game for three dollars recently, but there's ads that play before the matches. I guess the basketball matches that you cannot skip. So that's a new thing that they're doing now. They're putting in unskippable ads that you must watch before you can actually play. So not only do you pay full $60 for the game, but you have to now be forced to watch ads in the game. What is that about? (laughs) Well, they really want their money. And since they can't do loot boxes, their way of going about it is we're going to force you to watch ads. People are going to pay us to put it in their game and we're going to make you watch it. I'm glad that so far it's only in their sports games. If they spread out more, 
then they're officially the final nail in the coffin. I'm just wondering if they're going to eventually get in trouble for that as, you know, because, you know, that's a full price, $60. A lot of times you pay more to skip ads. Whereas some, you know, some companies, you know, like where you have Hulu, where you have licensing agreements where you have to have ads even though you pay, which is still stupid in its own right, but that's not even that kind of scenario, so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's all I had on that. I was just upset with that. That was just kind of stupid. We have, um, what is your experience with the Commodore 64? Um, I think I played it once. Long, long time think, ago. When I think when, yeah, when I was a kid, my uncle had one, and I didn't understand it because I was like, "Oh, I thought this was a computer, but it's also a, I didn't know what the hell it was." Uh, but yeah, they have a Commodore sixty four classic system now coming out in December. They didn't really say what games were announced, but you know, I don't remember much of the Commodore sixty four. So yeah, of all the throwbacks, old school ones that I'm hyped for, this isn't one. This is one this I is passed a over. Skip, skippable one. I'm. I'm waiting for maybe an N64 classic or a PS2 classic or a better PS2. PS1 classic because that one didn't really. If they did a PS2 classic, they should add the sales on the classic to the original game console, original PS2 console. Well, that's what they do with the current classics, I think. They add, them they? To... They add the classic onto the original price? No, they add them to the, they, they add them, they count, they group them in together as part of the sales. Oh, man, if they did a PlayStation 2 Classic and put it out with the yeah. sales, PlayStation 2 would be untouchable. I, they would think, be I think that's how they do it, because that's how it was, at least for the Super Nintendo and the NES. I think it added to their sales. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. Uh, but speaking of sales, Walmart, of all places, has been launching a lot of games at $50, completely new games, with the exception of Days Gone. And that might be some sort of exclusive, exclusive pricing thing, but... I mean, I don't know what's the strategy here, but a lot of new games, Mortal Kombat 11 was one, and it's still only $50 at Walmart. In-store, not online. This is only an in-store thing, so it seems like a way to get you in-store. Because Super Mario Maker 2, which is coming out in just a few hours, is going to be launching at $50. So, what what do you think this is about? Like, is this about getting people in the store to get them to buy more? And that's it? <laughs> maybe I guess it's to maybe move more copies. I know no one really goes much to Walmart to buy a game. Walmart has a small game. Well, section, that's what I'm saying because so. uh, you know Zachary and Chat saying you know its strategy is to be cheaper than GameStop, which could very well be that might put the final nail in the coffin for GameStop. But then you know, like Possibly. you were just saying they don't have a lot of games that are aside from new release, whereas GameStop and other independent game chains, you know, they have more of the hard-to-find games. So if you still are yeah. a physical hunter, Walmart's not the best option. See, I haven't bought a new game in ages, so I don't really go to, like, Walmart. When I want to buy the game, Walmart doesn't have it. Like, now, when I want to go and get the game when it's cheaper, Walmart doesn't carry the games anymore because they're not new. Yeah, well, for me, it's been digital. I've been all about digital, but now I'm like, this game's freaking $10 less at Walmart, so now I'm going to go out and actually get the game because it's $10 less. Save myself $10. You know, like, because Walmart's right down the street, so, like... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what their their strategy is with it, but... I just think it's interesting. Interesting concept to bring up, so if y'all didn't know, head to your local Walmart. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we're sponsored by Walmart. That would be interesting. But Walmart you know. wants to give us money, though. We're open. <laughs> Let's do it. Sponsored by Walmart. Now, um, <laughs> speaking of sponsors, and uh, 
exclusive things, Twitch. We have Twitch. Some Twitch exclusive yeah. news. We have uh, streamers now are have the option of streaming to their subscribers only. And I know there's been some mixed... I asked this question on Twitter, and I had someone respond, but they deleted their response for reasons unknown. And they were for it. And it seems like it's a very mixed thing, because I know you're against it. Yep. And let's talk about why. So, two big reasons. I see it more as a cop-out kind of thing, where it's like, you're going to go and say, hey, I'm more for, I'm not all about forcing people to subscribe to me. I'm more for making content, having the viewers, having the fan base, getting the enjoyment. So I don't want to be like, hey, you have to subscribe or you can't watch this or something like that. And I notice a lot of big subscribers think that too. We're about making content, not forcing people to give us their money. Yeah. And it's cool if they do, but I'm not going to force it upon them. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with you on that, like about forcing. I think... So the, the, see, I feel like there's some times where I might potentially use it, but I don't think it would be one of those things because I think people are going to abuse it, number one. I think it's going to be a very abused feature. I don't think it's going to go the way people, you know, the way Twitch wants it to go. I think it's going to be more like, and um, what I'm trying to say is with that, I think, you know, you're going to see a lot of kind of people like, oh, subscribe to me. And I'll do this for you kind of thing. Like where it's turning into a little bit more like. Twitch is becoming a cam girl show. That's what I mean. Like I think that could be like, oh, you know, I could send you my Snapchat link if you sub to me, which some people already do. They do. They get their (laughs) premium Snapchats. And. um, But yeah, that's that's one of the things I, I think it would be not terrible if people use it the right way. And what I think is the right way is maybe if you're doing like. If you have maybe like once a month, you do like a subscriber only stream to thank your subscribers for, but then again, you're also alienating new people from coming to you. But if it's like, but maybe if it's like an interactive thing where you're doing something together, like where you're playing a game together, where it's like you're, you're all on Call of Duty together or something and you're exclusively doing it with your subscribers and on stream and all. I don't at the same point, you're stopping anyone new from coming. That's what I'm Other saying. people can see and say, hey, I want to jump in on this and get the play too. And then you're blocking out so people won't be able to subscribe to you. And that's the, that's, the, that's the downfall. So if there's a way to maybe use it where it makes sense, but you're still going to be alienating people regardless, which seems to go against what you want to do as a streamer. So I don't... If I could think of a way that it makes sense to use it, maybe I'll use it. But I probably am not going to use it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even going to touch it. Not interested in it. Speaking of that, we're almost at our time here, and we have finally, well, we have a couple things. Not a couple things. We just have a, I had asked, I've been starting a thing on, twi- on Twitch, well, Twitter, where I've been asking y'all fans questions of the week. And if you're in chat, feel free to, to chime in. Uh, games games that you purchased, why can't I put this sentence together? What is a game that you have purchased multiple copies of, and what was your reasoning behind it? And we had Catechus from Twi- Twitter. I keep wanting to say Twitch. She says she's legit bought Borderlands on every single console. I've owned Hope... Every single console... I can't put this together. Legit bought Borderlands on every single console I've owned. Hopefully one day it will be on Switch to make it four platforms. <laughs> hmm. So... 
Borderlands. Borderlands is good, but I don't know if I want to own it on every single console. <laughs> yeah, some people are big into their Borderlands. They love Borderlands. But, but since we're, we, we asked the question, well, we can close the show with it, unless you have other news to share quickly. But, I mean, what is a game that you bought multiples of? And what was your reasonings for said? I've actually done this a few times, but the two that stand out the most are... One of them is, of course, Skyrim. Skyrim. That's what Zachary just said in chat, that uh, he got the normal (laughs) edition twice for 360 and the special edition on PS4. I know you bought it on VR and you bought it on PS4. Yes, I bought it on PS3, PS4, PC, and then I bought it VR. So I have four copies of Skyrim. And 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 the one I've done this a lot on was Final Fantasy VII, which you talked about. I have two copies of that on PlayStation 1. I bought the remastered on PlayStation 3, the remastered HD on PlayStation 4, and I'm going to buy the remake on PlayStation 4 and probably PlayStation 5. I'll probably buy double that. See, I always say to myself I would never be that kind of person who does that. As after I watched my significant other buy ARC on like every platform available, I was like, <laughs> he's shaking his head like, yep, that's me. <laughs> um i was like i never do that here i bought you know i bought friday the 13th on both uh ps4 and pc because it was on sale then i did the same thing with dead by daylight even though i don't play that and i've done it for so (laughs) daylight as well uh, yeah for for me though i think for me it was to as i became a streamer i wanted to have more pc at least for friday the 13th is the more entertaining community so i was like oh that'd make for some more funnier streams I didn't really have friends to play with, but that was just me. But yeah, that's I guess that's our time. Unless you have anything else to add, um, there is. I forgot to go on the one thing when I was talking about Final Fantasy. Um, Sony is Sony was taking a lot of their games we mentioned before, making yes. live action movies. Final Fantasy fifteen was or fourteen. I mean, sorry the. Uh, uh, I forgot. It was, it was one of the two. 14 or 15. I forgot now. Oh, here. It's uh, 14. They're 14. making a TV series, a live-action TV series off of the MMO Final Fantasy 14. So oh, yes. yeah. That was, your new, that was the news earlier. And I freaking, I literally had that in my notes. And I was like, oh, live-action Final Fantasy. This is the part we talk about that. And I completely yeah. read over it like an idiot. Okay. Probably what I meant. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven. It's that kind of day. It's just going to be that Probably kind of day. All right. Well, that does it for us this week. And as you all know, you can find us on Twitch at JesterTRT, and I am TG Lord Shamrock. And we're also on Twitter, and we are also on. Oh, we also have that debate show that we were talking about earlier, which is our side project. If you want to be involved in that. Reach out, so, to, reach out to us on our socials, and you can give us a little more information on that before we... You can view the debate show on Jester... Um, sorry, twitch.tv slash JesterTRT on Sundays, 5 p.m. Eastern. If you want more information or you want to be on the debate show, join our Discord at discord.gg slash Jester, J-E-S-T-E-R, and you'll be joined right into our Discord channel. Yes, well, thank you for dropping that link. Uh, and like I said, that's a, a little side project we're doing. It's a lot of fun. And of course, uh, you know, we do have uh, we have some stuff, go, some stuff planned 
I might be doing another giveaway this weekend. I was doing, I did a giveaway last weekend for some Nintendo swag, Nintendo gift cards and stuff, and that went well with the launch of Mario Maker 2. I may be doing that this weekend, so check that out. And we also have stickers, so I might be sending some stickers out to some of y'all, so. You can stick them where you want. Stick them wherever you want, except for places you can't stick them. All right, and then (laughs) you take us away with our closing song. Oh, uh... I didn't have it ready. My apologies. It's your turn to make one up this week. <laughs> and and show. Yeah. 